It's out with the old and in with the new. Goodbye, clouds of gray. Hello, skies of blue. A new season's here of this podcast I do. Welcome back to Thoughts Aloud Season 2. Well, well, well. <laughs> the day is finally here. The final episode of Thoughts Aloud Season 2. <laughs> Before I leave you for the summer, I just wanted to get some things off my chest, recount some stories of summer's past, and then I'll have to bid adieu to you and you and you. Let's get started. So last summer, <laughs> I had a whole AC debacle, right? If you want to hear more about that, go back and listen to the very first episode of Thoughts Aloud. Ooh, feels like such a long time ago. <laughs> but I thought I could make it through summer 2021 without an AC. But I could not bear it. The heat, the, the discomfort, the humidity. No, ma'am. So I went ahead and purchased another AC. Hopefully, I don't have the same issue I did last time, but that's not the point. The point is, the AC got delivered, but I was not home to receive the order. So I asked my roommate, who is a woman, if she could meet the delivery driver outside who had called to let me know he was here. She went down, she met him, and afterwards, she told me the delivery driver was upset and making remarks about how I didn't come down to get it myself and how I sent a woman to get this heavy package and blah, blah, blah. Sir, this fake machismo bullshit pisses me off to no end. Did he really think I would have sent my roommate down to meet him and bring up this heavy package all by herself if I was home? Absurd. And the thing that gets me is if you were really so affronted by my lack of whatever, why didn't he offer to bring the heavy AC into the apartment himself instead of letting her? Which she did not even do. She just pushed the AC further into the apartment lobby, which is all I requested her to do. So I just found that very annoying that he had so much to say. But in the same vein, I remember I went out to eat with a friend who so happens to also be a woman. And I believe she was treating me for something or I paid last time. So she was going to pay this time, something like that. And when the bill came <laughs> and she pulled out her wallet to pay, the waiter had the audacity. Now, you know, if it's one thing men have, it's the audacity. He had the audacity to comment and say something about me letting her pay. Sir, some men are able to have non-sexual relationships with women. And this was not a date. Not that I need to explain that to him, but just the fact that that was what he inferred. So he automatically assumed I was making her pay for our quote-unquote date. So he thought he would just put in his two cents. Well, two cents is exactly what he got for his tip. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Y'all know how I feel about that now. <laughs> but again, it's like this fake bravado, machismo, chivalry in the most stupidest of ways. Meanwhile, these men are the same ones that aren't treating women with respect, are colorist, misogynistic, emotionally immature, dirt under their fingernails, dingleberries in their booties, and probably broke on top of all of that. <laughs> 
but you're getting on me about not getting a package I was at home to receive and not paying a bill that was not mine to pay. <sighs> that felt so good. I just had to get that off my chest. Whew. Okay, rant's over. <laughs> now, this next thing isn't even a rant. It's just more of an observation, and I'm disgusted. So, with the pandemic turning the world upside down for a lot of people, including myself, I thought I'd see what's out there career-wise, and so I've been looking at some 9-to-5s, right? I convulse even just saying it. Ugh. <laughs> I've been going through the motions, applying, emailing, interviewing, and so on and so on. Most recently, I had this one job prospect that I thought was going really well. Things were looking great. So much so that with this one company, I had a total of six interviews. Say it with me now. Six interviews encompassing eight or so people over the span of two weeks. And after all of that was said and done, I felt good. But in the end, all I got was... Radio silence. Not a, we've decided to go with another candidate. Not a, we are still interviewing and we'll let you know soon. Nothing. No email response to my follow-up emails. No phone calls. Nothing. Is this the norm? Because if it is, I want no parts. None. I mean, I cleared my schedule. I prepared. I researched. I did it all. All to end up with what? Like, I don't even care that I didn't get the job. But it's more so the fact that they couldn't even have the professional courtesy to conclude an interview process the right way. And then for another position, we scheduled the interview. I was sitting in front of my computer, ready to go, ready to kill it. And then 10 minutes before the interview, I got an email saying they are going to have to reschedule because of the hiring manager or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, really. 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 Just a bad taste in my mouth for the whole 9 to 5 world right out of the gate. 9 to fivers, what do you have to say for yourself and these workplace practices? Because I am over it, and I'd honestly just rather continue with my OnlyFans. <laughs> I was looking back on summer's past, and I was thinking about my time as the head camp counselor for this middle school summer program my university did, and oh, it was the best of times, but also the worst of times. Let me preface this by saying I won't say that I don't like kids, but I don't love them either. Hopefully you get what I'm putting down. <laughs> but when the opportunity for this camp counselor position came calling and I saw the paycheck attached, all I could do is sing. I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Shout out to Whitney. <laughs> And with that being said, it was my duty, no, not my duty, my honor to guide them for those summer days in the sun. So I thought to mark the start of another summer, I'd briefly share, Cliff Notes version now, two of my experiences during Camp Kofi. Um, I believe this was the first out of three years I did it, again, as a head camp counselor, even though I had no prior experience in this type of work. <laughs> but going into it, I knew I would do an amazing job. Natural born leader over here, like, please, come on. And I guess my bosses did too, because there I was calling the shots for 70 plus kids and 12 other camp counselors. Just patting myself on the back. <laughs> okay, so uh, picture this, hot summer day. My camp counselors and I were leading the kids in a game of capture the flag. Things were going well, or so I thought. 
the kids were already on one because people weren't playing fair or running away when they got tagged, you know, normal kid game stuff. <laughs> so in addition to that, in the game of Capture the Flag, if you get captured, you have to go to quote-unquote jail until rescued by teammates. At one point during the game, one kid, let's call him Dylan, decided to make the interesting observation that at that point in the game, all the black kids were in the jail. To no one's surprise, that did not go over well. I was not there when he said it, but the situation was diffused and dealt with by my cohorts. Yet, the kids did not let that go, rightfully so. And at one point, a verbal fighting ensued, and Dylan said something about coming into one of the other kids' rooms that night, let's call this other kid Greg, and told Greg he better sleep with one eye open because he knows how to pick a lock. Chaff. All right, now we got trouble. <laughs> now we got trouble at Camp Kofi. Now, <laughs> I'm retelling this story in hindsight, but I did not find out about all of this additional infighting amongst the kids till Greg's parents, who so happened to be lawyers, just my luck, <laughs> called my bosses and was ready to sue over the whole ordeal. So then my bosses call me up and say, what is going on over there at Camp Kofi? Because Greg called his parents and said he felt unsafe. Dylan is rubbing people the wrong way, and we cannot have that. Counselor Kofi was on the case. I investigated, talked to the kids, my counselors, my bosses. And at the end of the day, that same day of the incident, Dylan's parents were called, and Dylan was swept up and removed in the middle of the night for what was deemed as racist and threatening remarks, never to be heard from again. Now, I told y'all this is a Cliff Notes version, but just know, in, in between all of this, there was also having to remove Dylan's best friend, but also roommate from their room while Dylan got the sack, dealing with Greg's lawyer parents, my boss and I telling Dylan he had to go because he was racist. <laughs> We didn't say it like that, but you know what I mean. And holding the counselors accountable who initially dealt with the situation. So, yeah, like Camp Kofi was down bad at this point. And they, Camp Kofi was down bad. And it only got worse. <laughs> so, this same summer, things had calmed down from the first incident. Just mess. And it was pool night for the kids. And things were looking good, or so I thought. Some of the camp counselors were working my nerves for the lack of communication, amongst other things, but let's just table that for now. Thankfully, it was my off day, and we all got an off day as camp counselors because dealing with 70-plus uh, kids 24-7 is draining. But, of course, as a lead camp counselor, one is truly never off. And I understood that. It came with the position. It wasn't anything. No biggie. So the kids went to the pool with the other counselors. I had a moment's rest, and then they were back at the dorm. The rest of the evening progressed. The kids were sent off to bed. The camp counselors had our nightly recap meeting, and the day was pretty much done. Some camp counselors were off in a room to the side of the lobby. Another two were doing rounds, making sure that the kids were in their rooms and not up to no good. <laughs> and I was in the lobby with another counselor, probably talking greasy about something or somebody. <laughs> At least I was until one of my counselors barged into the lobby, telling me to come to the boys' floor immediately. There was an emergency. And here I go, Captain Save a Ho Kofi, <laughs> running behind my counselor to the emergency while the rest of the counselors watch from the nearby room with curiosity. 
I got to the boys' floor, one boy's room specifically, let's call him Ty. Not my most favorite camp goer, but, you know, that's besides the point right now. <laughs> and he was off his bed, bent over in pain from what was being described to me as a severe headache, amongst other things. Now, Ty told me he had gone to my room looking for me, which was down the hall from his, but of course I was not there. I was in the lobby because I thought the kids were asleep. <laughs> so he then did his best to explain to me how while at the pool earlier that evening, he did a dive or a flip into the pool and hit his head at the bottom of the hard cement pool floor. Excuse me? He had a concussion test at the pool by one of the lifeguards and was cleared to come back and instructed to take it easy the next couple of days. Huh? Why was this the first time I was hearing of this? I was livid at these camp counselors, but I had to focus on the task at hand. Kids first, reprimand others later. <laughs> In the moment... The way he was describing his pain and the incident at the pool, I was like, we need to get this kid to a hospital ASAP. My first aid training did not cover this. The police and ambulance were called. Commotion ensued. Kids were waking up in the middle of the night. I was trying to get my bosses on the phone close to midnight while also talking to the paramedics, while also watching over Ty, while also trying to delegate to these camp counselors I was so frustrated with, who are now trying to catch me up to speed, how to manage the other kids, and so on. <sighs> I had to end up driving my car, using my gas, in the middle of the night, to the hospital, with two other counselors to stay with Ty, as we communicated with his parents, who were also freaking out, and awaiting their arrival, and I kept my bosses informed and more. Mind you, it had to be at least 2 in the morning by the time I left the hospital. And I usually woke up at 6.30, 7 every day to get the camp going. So, yeah. 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 It, it was rough. <sighs> Kofi, Cliff Notes version now. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> Reach out to me if you want all the details. <laughs> but Cliff Notes, to wrap it up, you know, Ty ended up not having a concussion, but something else I won't disclose because of HIPAA or something like that. Um, the camp counselors were rightfully reprimanded, and let's just say they saw another side of Kofi that day. In addition, my camp counselors and I had to do a debriefing, incident reports, and more debriefing because ambulances don't come cheap, and the university needed receipts. Yet thankfully, Camp Kofi lived to see another day, and the rest of that summer's camp was as smooth as it could be after all of that. Needless to say, I high-tailed it to Mexico with friends a week later, and I would say it was well-deserved. Wouldn't you? P.S. I was asked back the following two years, so I guess you could say Camp Kofi wasn't all bad. This week's quote, the last quote of Thoughts Aloud Season 2, is from author Bo Taplin. And the quote goes, Sunsets are proof that endings can be beautiful. And going off of that, let's just segue, why don't we? <laughs> this has been quite the season of Thoughts Aloud, wouldn't you say so? It feels like just yesterday I was asking the question, is Kofi a Karen? Followed by a wonderful Women's History Month featuring amazing, beautiful guests and even more amazing conversation. And now we are at the start of June 
Summer is summering and I'm off to the Turks and Caicos. I will see you all in the fall, hopefully, with more stories, laughs, guests, TV and movie recommendations, and of course, my thoughts aloud. Be well. I typed out my thoughts and I said them aloud to whom? Who knows? Who cares? You so am I going to say them anyway? Hell yeah. Hope you enjoy.